heroes, and welcome to another exciting episode of One Shot. I'm James D'Amato, your Game Master. This week we have a real treat for you, as we'll be playing the new superhero role-playing game, Masks, with some of my favorite creators. For those who don't know, Masks is a role-playing system designed to replicate the stories that you see in teen superhero team comics, like the X-Men, Teen Titans, and Young Avengers. The core system for Masks is powered by the Apocalypse, which means it's simple enough to be understood by first-time RPG players, and complex enough to please people who've been gaming for years. And to record this teen superhero drama, I invited some of my favorite creators in Los Angeles to play with me. Because this was recorded outside my regular studio, the environment that we actually played the game in was a little bit more echoey than I normally record. But the audio quality is still good enough for you to hear me silently freak out that creators like Molly Ostertag and Noel Stevenson are at my table playing a game with me. Mask's publisher, Magpie Games, a company that you'll recognize from other games that appeared on One Shot, like Urban Shadows, Our Last Best Hope, and Bluebeard's Bride, is so confident that you'll enjoy our little play session of Masks that they've given us a discount code. If you like what you hear in this game session, be sure to head over to magpiegames.com and purchase your own copy of Masks using the discount code ONESHOTHEROES. That will get you a whopping 30% off your purchase of masks. Since I'm betting we'll have more listeners than usual, I want to keep our regular introduction short. But before we get started, I want to thank our Patreon backers. The One Shot Network is supported by listeners like you who go to patreon.com slash oneshotpodcast and sign up to give us a small amount of money each month. I was able to travel to LA and record episodes like this thanks in no small part to our Patreon backers. Those Patreon dollars help support shows like Campaign, hosted by Cat Cool, Backstory, hosted by Miss Alexandra Roberts, Talking Tabletop, hosted by Jim McClure, and Modifier, hosted by Megan Dornbrock. If you like what you hear here, be sure to check out Patreon to lend us your support. And with all that out of the way, let's get to the show. Alright heroes, let's meet our party for this week. First up, a voice that's familiar to you because she's been on the show before. Molly Ostertag, thank you so much for joining us. Hi, thank you. I'm so happy to be here. Molly, I'm happy to have you here because we are playing a superhero game. And uh, you have my favorite superhero comic that is out there oh, right thank now. thank you. Um, so before we get started on that, I want to just like, can you introduce strong female protagonist for us? Yeah. Uh, so my name's Molly Ostertag. I draw a webcomic called Strong Female Protagonist, uh, which is a sort of slice of life, superhero, social justice comic. Um, I draw it with Brennan Lee Mulligan, who's not here, but we do play D&D together regularly. And something I just remembered this morning is that our like very original concept for SFP actually came from playing masks like like six years ago. Masks? Together. Yeah, I'm pretty masks I'm pretty came sure out like last year. I'm so. wrong then. It was a different <laughs> I'm sorry. It wasn't it was Something like this, though, where it was superheroes and it was very bare bones. Molly, I have to tell you that the people who created Masks list strong female protagonists as one of what? their oh inspirations. Well, so. shit. A never ending circle. Well, there was like a time warp then because I played something that ended up wow. you know what? I choose becoming believe, the comic. <laughs> I choose to believe that it was Masks. Yeah. <laughs> it was something and it was great. Wow. And Brennan ran this like superhero campaign and I played this uh, girl with blonde hair who was super strong and um it was in new york city and it was just it kind of like evolved into our comic so that's i was excited to sit down and play this game today oh it's so <laughs> cool to learn well uh let's introduce your character for this week who is very very different uh than allison <laughs> just like so different yeah um so i'm playing a character called fetch uh she's a bit of a delinquent she has uh some powers of uh she can teleport all over the place and steal people's powers um steal other things too she's a bit of a thief um one time for larks she for a lark she broke into a government compound and touched an alien meteor and that's where her powers come from yeah so she loves Shiny things and uh, negging people. <laughs> Top two interests. <laughs> Great. Um, next up, we have Noelle Stevenson. Noelle. Hello. Thank you so much for joining us. Well, you're in my house, so I didn't really have a choice. You did not wow. have a choice. You were roped into it. Noelle, where might people know you from? 
Uh, also known as Ginger Hayes Online, although that's a name I haven't heard in a long time. <laughs> um, I, uh, yourself? Yes, I, I was the one who brought it back up just now, so that's on me. Um, I draw and write comics. Um, I also write animation. And yeah, I'm around. I'm Ginger Hazing on Twitter. I'm the writer of the comic Nimona, co-creator of Lumberjanes, and various other things that will soon be announced. Ooh, very exciting. Well, so exciting. I, I know that I can't wait to see what those are, and my audience probably can't wait either. But you have a new creation that you have to unveil for us right now. I do. And that's your superhero. Yes, my superhero. Um, so I basically wanted to play the opposite of the character that I play in D&D right now by having a really strong and a very law-abiding character. Yeah! So my character is a... Uh, her, her her real name is Dinah. She, her superhero name is Snowflake. She did not choose it herself. <laughs> I think that Fetch probably assigned it to her and it just stuck. You're a special little snowflake. I am a special snowflake. Thank you for noticing. <laughs> um, but she is the bull character. So she's the big strong one. But uh, she uses ice powers. So she's sort of an ice brawler. She can freeze things and then shatter them with a punch. She can turn her fists into big clubs of ice or big ice spikes. And use ice for uh, other things as well. You know, to make her opponents fall down or whatever um her backstory is that she was a kind of a raised by a cult and Ooh. she's very type a she really wants to please authority figures so she um she wanted to be like the number one kid in her class got to be the one to who would undergo the procedure to right. gain superpowers and she was determined to get it then she did and is kind of rethinking that right now. <laughs> um, but she's still kind of like, even though she's kind of broken with the organization that made her, she still really looks for like authority figures wherever she goes. She's like, all right, I don't, she doesn't like shades of gray. She wants there to be one right thing and for someone to tell her what it is. Oh. <laughs> God, that poor thing. Uh, <laughs> let's let's move on to Ben Joseph. Ben, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. I uh, uh, really appreciate it. <laughs> ben, uh, where would folks know your work from? Uh, I don't know if they'd know me personally, but uh, most recently uh, I wrote on the Triumph the Insult Comic Dog election specials, and you can find those on Hulu.com. That's awesome. Ben, who is your character? Uh, my character, his name is Chris Sullivan. He's a legacy superhero known as the Bandicoot. Uh, <laughs> he inherited the mantle from his father, who came over from Australia in the 80s when um, Australian culture was very popular in America. Uh, America has since fallen out of love with Australia. And uh, Chris's father is very frustrated that he has not... The, the Bandicoot is no longer as popular as it once was, and he blames Chris for that. Uh, <laughs> oh, no. um, Chris, Chris has no superpowers, uh, kind of like a standard Batman suite of abilities. He has the uh, the pouch of justice where he stores all his gadgets, uh, gets around on the Banda scooter, uh, <laughs> and really is just trying to make the best of a less than hip identity and uh, uniform. So the thing that I'm picturing for like this costume and gadget is that they're all like really 80s, 90s aesthetic. Oh, absolutely. Just sort of bulky and just, you know, shoulder pads. And <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Awesome. That's a delight. Uh, and finally, we have Lola Binker. Lola, welcome to the show. Hello. <laughs> I can't help myself. It just sounds... Can't not do a voice. <laughs> Lola, uh, where might folks recognize you from? Um, if you like Sailor Moon and or Sailor Moon podcasts, you might have heard me on Love and Justice, a super Sailor Moon podcast. It's uh, iTunes, Podbean. It's out there. Um, I also am a guest panelist from time to time on the Geek Show podcast, oh, cool. which is based out of Salt Lake City. And uh, you might also know me from Tumblr. I am Unwinona. It's funny because you implied that like liking Sailor Moon and liking Sailor Moon <laughs> podcasts are kind of like a different no, like, totally area of yeah. interest. I mean, they're slightly different. I actually only like Sailor Moon podcasts. I, I do not care for Sailor Moon. I only like listening to things about Sailor Moon. I don't like seeing it with my eyes in an animation form. I don't know. I know a bunch <laughs> of people who listened to our Sailor Moon episode who said they had never done Sailor Moon before in their oh, lives. Yeah. Oh, it's great. Get into it's, it. it is great, and you can go back to episode 100 to listen to our Sailor Moon episode <laughs> to see why we think it's so great. <laughs> or you can listen to Love and Justice. Yes. Uh, a little bit, I assume, more academic look than what we did. Sometimes. Sometimes. <laughs> but, uh, well, who is your character? Oh, man. My character is a little charmer named Tabitha Finn. Basically, uh, uh, a shark 
ate a girl who was out swimming, <laughs> and then that shark was exposed to a alien radiation that attempted to heal the creature that it encountered, but it got confused about the mix of human DNA and shark DNA and combined them into a horrible, horrible nightmare shark girl. So she has two sets of eyes uh, that are both very shark-like and a large mouth with a double set of teeth, and she just likes biting things. <laughs> you don't know if she's a shark trying to process thoughts through a human brain or vice versa. <laughs> Oh, and she lives in swimming pools. So if you have a swimming pool and you hear a noise in your yard and you turn on the light, there might be a nightmare creature just <laughs> sleeping in your pool. Oh, man, that is perfect. I'm sure there's some company that is, like, selling special shark person-proof swimming pool covers oh, now. Oh, very <laughs> sturdy covers. Keep that girl out of there. <laughs> Get the broom. <laughs> Not the gator. <laughs> Is it a gator? No, it's that girl again. Just poke her till she's gone. <laughs> she ate all our cans. <laughs> Not our cans. <laughs> I was going to recycle those for money. <laughs> well, guys, with our characters described and introduced to everybody, it's time to start the game. Uh, and the way these games start, whether you're playing a long campaign or just a one-shot like we're doing, you describe first how your team came together. Uh, because you guys will be playing characters who are part of a superhero team, and you're an established team. You already know each other. You already maybe don't like working together, but you, you trust each other to a certain extent. So... I want to know, how did your team get started? Fetch, you want to start? Yeah. So um, I think Fetch heard on the news or some such that uh, an alien meteor had crashed to Earth, was being held by the government. Whatever they'd found, they were they were keeping it. And she was curious. Um, she was already kind of, I think, probably like a local like punk teen. Um, yeah, just a local ne'er-do-well. And so just for fun... For shits and giggles, she decided to break into this government compound, and uh, I guess they were not very good at guarding it because she <laughs> made it in and ended up touching this this alien artifact that um, gave Did her. Did she take a selfie while she was touching? She the absolutely. She actually that is that is canon that she was just taking a selfie and then she maybe like slipped back because she was trying to get the right angle she was periscoping the whole thing (laughs) yeah yeah and so yeah she has this like selfie of her right before getting (laughs) mystical otherworldly powers yeah (laughs) um and uh yeah she she was exposed to the radiation of this thing and it um gave her powers which started to manifest as um like almost uncontrolled teleporting and so she started teleporting around this compound and like wasn't sure how to get out because she got lost and then she encountered uh snowflake yeah this is uh the same facility where that kind of gave dinah her her powers um and they were they were holding her and i think uh you know um tabitha is also involved oh, yeah. in this situation as well she's um, in a she's in a big old tank in like an unused room because she's giving everyone the creeps. Okay, yeah. So this this facility had had you know they've been experimenting with powers for a while and making a perfect super soldier, um, and maybe some of the runoff of that experiment ended up getting into the water, infecting a local shark slash girl and <laughs> obviously shark. like uh, looking looking for any uh, runoff uh, stuff from the alien artifact, they located the shark girl and dragged her yes. to the facility. Oh, yes. Yes. So both- I was actually probably going through the trash cans. <laughs> I probably wasn't even in the ocean. I was at their back door. Oh my god. And they opened it was the door. really easy. And I was just eating trash. They just dragged a chicken yeah. leg on like a little piece of I was string. Like, oh boy, she leg. was all over it. Are you also part possum? <laughs> Maybe. Who knows? There was like a small amount of possum yeah, everything DNA. Was in the well, shark guys, belly. guys, they say that sharks are the possums of the sea, right? Yeah. <laughs> that is what they say. <laughs> Don't uh, ask who they are. It, it just is. And while all this was going on, while this <laughs> delinquency was going on, the bandicoot who just really needed a win this month was listening <laughs> was listening to his police scanner and heard about this break-in at the local factory, whatever their front is. Or maybe we do know it's a secret government organization. Anyway, he, It's on the sign. <laughs> it's, a, it's a secret government organization on the sign. That's yeah, what they're I think, called. I think it's Government Corp. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Secret Government so Corp. So he heard, this, he heard that there was a break-in at Government Corp and he was... <laughs> excited to go stop it and you know just really get some good PR out of that but when he got there 
Fetch convinced him that this place was actually a little more sinister than he had been led to believe. Yeah. Hey, man, there's yeah. look. There's uh, a human girl and a maybe human girl, right? Yeah, <laughs> or human at least being held here <laughs> against their will. So. Yeah, anything that made that is probably not totally good. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, we can't. We, what? <laughs> You've got to help me break these guys out because oh, I cannot stop. No, I don't want to get broken out. My dad's going to be so alone. pissed. <laughs> what? My dad's going to be so pissed. I, <laughs> I am aware of what fathers are. <laughs> but anyway, we teamed up to break to fight our way out of government corps with our two new friends. And then we became the Bandicoot and his League of Justice. That's not what we're called. Yeah. <laughs> we're Fitch and the Misfits. Fetch and the Misfits. Fetch team. That's nice of you. Uh, yeah, I like how the short because it's like, yeah, Fetch is cool. Fetch. <laughs> um, so how long have you guys been uh, superheroing together? Is this fairly early in your careers together? I think it's been, we've just probably had our first major big story arc, right? And mm-hmm. our first major this big adventure. This is like adventure. the Avengers 2 yeah, of our, yeah, like, exactly. uh, our team. Yeah. No, I don't think we've been together for for too long because I don't even know I'm not sure what these powers are I don't know if I want to use them for good or if I just want to like do something else with my life um, but right. I think probably at least we had our first big victory maybe recently and yeah now. it was almost certainly by accident yeah <laughs> Bandicoot you're definitely sort of trying to like get us to super, like do super heroics actively right yeah I would really like if you guys all pitched in for a publicist to really just get our name yeah. out there but... and I'll, I'll, I'll kind of do anything that Bandicoot says I, I've identified him as leader of our group and I'm like yeah so you guys reside in Halcyon City the geograph- geographically ill-defined city, probably coastal since we have a shark, <laughs> yes. uh, that is home to the world's superheroics. Um, pretty much every superpowered individual, be they hero or villain, calls Halcyon City their home, which has... Uh, made Halcyon City, like, not only is it an industrial capital of the world, but it's sort of a multicultural capital of the world, too, because people from all over the world got superpowers, and for one reason or another, were strangely drawn to Halcyon City. Meaning, of course, uh, because mm-hmm. superheroes emerged uh, decades ago, that you are not the first superhero team. You are not even the second superhero team. You are at the bottom of a long line of superheroes in this city, sort of trying to carve a, a way for yourself in the world. Um, you do have a little bit of help because the Bandicoot is a somewhat recognizable <laughs> figure. But uh, the first question I have for you guys is where do you typically hang out when you're not doing missions? Because I'm assuming partner. none of you go to school. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got no. kicked out of my school when I was broken out of the, <laughs> the corporation. I feel like you probably got some really weird lessons about yes. how the world works, too. Are we talking about like, hang out like a juice bar or hang out like a secret headquarters? I mean, <laughs> you know that like, it can be either or both. Uh, do you have access to secret headquarters or do you have to like meet publicly at a juice bar? I know, <laughs> a, bar, I know a bar that doesn't card. Ooh. <laughs> Uh, my, my dad has an apartment above his garage that I think we can <laughs> meet the in. Bandicoot the Bandicoot Lair. <laughs> I would like to see inside the famous Bandicoot Lair. Does this home have a, a pool? <laughs> yes, we have a pool. Then that's where I am. <laughs> all right, but, all right. Most of the time. But we're going to my bar later. Yes. Because I like it. They have a pinball machine in the back, and it's usually broken, but it's not always broken. <laughs> So we, we join you in the apartment above your father's garage. Uh, my question to you, Bandicoot, does he know that you're here? Yes, he does. He, he This has been set you aside. You told your dad? Yeah, my dad is very supportive of my superhero activities. Did See? you tell him about all of us, including the two people that I, we I, broke I, out I from fu- the government? I fudged some of your backstories. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> But he he he's, he supports that you know if he knows I'm the leader of the team of Bandicoot and the League of Justice, that's which right. we are. <laughs> and if he asks, that's the name of our team. <laughs> and yeah, Coop he knows justice. that we do all legal activities. That's right. And and, and fight crime and never sneak into bars because no, we're never. underage. I pat Bandicoot on the shoulder, and uh, as he's talking, I case the room for anything that looks like cool to steal. <laughs> I'm eating. Any like, are there metals? Maybe. 
or yeah. trophies. I mean, you do see what looks like, because this, I don't think, is the main Bandicoot layer. I don't know what no. Bandicoots... <laughs> I don't know what Bandicoots have. The, the they, burrow? The, the, the burrow? Yes. No. <laughs> this is not the burrow. Uh, this is uh, more of like a mundane trophy room of sorts. There are a lot of newspaper clippings that your mom, Bandicoot, kept uh, <laughs> about your dad's exploits uh, when he was, you know, really big. Uh, there's some really cool, like, retro-looking gear here. This is 80s as heck, but <laughs> 80s Australia as heck. So there's a lot of <laughs> crocodile, like, faux crocodile oh, skin furniture. What's and... this? Is this a didgeridoo? Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> First edition. No, it's, it's, uh, a, it's a rain stick. It's... <laughs> <laughs> uh, Tabitha starts chewing on it. <laughs> nope. Ah, no, ah, stop it. That ah, was given to him by the queen. Yeah, a, a queen. Which queen? <laughs> the queen hey, of this, the sticks? Is this key to the city in real gold? Like solid gold, do you think, or plated? I, Put that I down. Think he, how did you get that out of the case? That was very locked. <laughs> Teleportation. <laughs> <laughs> I went in, I went out. You're not supposed to do that. Put that back. That belongs That's, to his father. I'm definitely, I will definitely be putting this back. Look, guys, I think, I think we're getting off topic. I, I handed out agendas. Nope, nobody looked at them. You guys didn't read them before. Tabitha's you? eating hers. <laughs> yeah, we see, it's gone. We see, like, in the middle of uh, some sofas and chairs pulled up, there are these nicely printed on Bandicoot stationery, uh, <laughs> like, meeting agendas that uh, Bandicoot has printed out. So, wait, you're called the Bandicoot. What's your father called? It is the same. Uh, technically, he's Bandicoot 1 and I'm Bandicoot 2. That's so funny. Bandicoot <laughs> Jr. <laughs> no, that's not. That's <laughs> We've made very clear in our many press releases that that's not my official name. <laughs> <laughs> but there are a lot of Bandicoot uh, Jr. press Knock off merchandise. <laughs> uh, oh. But no, the, the name was handed down full sale. He retired. There was a big ceremony. Um... But that was, you know, that was, I think, five years ago at this point. Was the ceremony taking place in the apartment above the garage? <laughs> was the ceremony um, you and your mom? <laughs> <laughs> um, no, the, yeah, the, the Bandicoot is mostly a nostalgia thing. Now, like, when you think of the Bandicoot, you think of, like, something you remember from the 80s. And it's like, oh, that's kind of cool, but you're not, like, immediately impressed by it. Like the California Raisins. <laughs> exactly. It's, yeah. like a, it's like a good, obscure Halloween costume. Yeah, exactly. It's like the California Raisins of superheroes. <laughs> No, the California raisins are the California raisins of superheroes. <laughs> Wait, would you just go? Oh, gosh. Hold on. In this universe, is there a team of superheroes called California raisins? Uh, yes, there is. <laughs> there are my nemeses. Favorite. They're my favorite. Remember when they saved Christmas? <laughs> Santa's sleigh. He needed people to sing, and, and that's actually that's a thing that exists. I'm yeah. Says so, 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 so the shark, like, looking over different things, just idly talking about the yeah. California. She randomly has an interest in 80s nostalgia. For some reason, these are the human memories that are surfacing through the strongest are the um, uh, Claymation Christmas special from the 80s. (laughs) Perfect. Uh, Specifically the Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer song by California Raisins. Fetch goes over and picks up one of the agendas and starts casually looking at it while she just... Casually slips the key into her jacket. Solid gold key. <laughs> what what sort of agenda has Bandicoot? Well, the first, the biggest price? item is that we had our first big victory six months ago over the forces of evil, um, yeah. and that got us a lot of good press coverage. People were really excited about this hot new superhero team. Uh, but since then, most of the headlines blog. we have made have been for the opposite of that: uh, committing crimes, not committing crimes, but you know, acts of destruction. And I would like to turn around that. Find I'd like to discuss ways to turn around that trend. What are you referring to, uh, Fetch? <laughs> I think you, of all people, know what I'm referring to. Um, if we're talking about the meatloaf incident, it was <laughs> when we crashed a meatloaf concert, and you told me we were trying to rescue the president. <laughs> I had really good information that he was I there. really <laughs> like Meatloaf, and now he has a restraining order against me. I also wanted to see Meatloaf just really up close. You did. You uh, faced through his body. There's there's actually... A, I wanted the full... Somewhere in the world, there's advanced copies of the next Meatloaf album, and the concept art features a nightmare shark face in the background, <laughs> because yeah. he was so inspired by the trauma of that incident. Back yeah. into hell once more. <laughs> um... <laughs> And Tabitha, um, I told you you could sleep in my pool. You don't need to keep sleeping in other people's pools. I think they find it very disconcerting. Um, lots of calls to the police. But your neighbors have a jacuzzi. (laughs) (laughs) She's got a point. She does have a point. I like the bubbles. You don't even fit in it. Like half of you is sticking out in a. Yeah. (laughs) I brought pillows. 
Um, Dinah picks up one of the uh, agendas, but she's holding it upside down. <laughs> she puts it back down. I can't read. <laughs> Dinah, you never learned to read? They did not teach me. That's not. I've great. been trying to learn. That's not great. We've got it. We've got to teach this one how to read. This is not. <laughs> It's the 21st century. I'm going to teach you how to read. No, this is good. This is some, some, some sort of education outreach. We can do that. That's good. That For be- Dinah, our <laughs> friends. I mean, Snowflake. It's not Snowflake. <laughs> so I am actually going to uh, hit a Snowflake with a condition right now um, mm-hmm. because of what came up. Uh, and that is insecure. Uh, like, Ooh, you sort that of, sounds accurate. You sort of like... At first, like, yeah, I can't read because you said it as a statement of fact. But as Fetch is going off, like, that's not okay. Like, you can't just not read. It starts sinking in like, oh, my God, I I can't read. And you're feeling kind of embarrassed. (laughs) As you look up, the shark that, like, eats garbage is, like, enjoying a page of a novel. (laughs) (laughs) Look, Snowflake, no, that's not. She didn't mean she died. Look, I I can't. it's, it's fine. I, I know other things. I know lots of things. You do have to know how to read, though. I don't have to know you how to read. Do. Who says? Am I, back me up here, Look, guys. No, we, all, we all as heroes have our own obstacles to overcome. Mine are the crushing expectations of your fa- my father. Yours are books. And your short shorts. He so says, also, do. like, in front of a gigantic <laughs> poster of his father. I would also really like for your father to like me. I have to say. <laughs> Look, one one person at a time. <laughs> Tabitha, does like he me like first. me? Has he said anything about me? <laughs> Tabitha didn't want the. He feels likes like you the more book than other people. Has made on this someone team. uncomfortable, so she has just quietly swallowed the book. Oh, <laughs> first edition. Oh, I saw it. oh god! It Maybe. went down. That was the Hemingway. <laughs> Guys, we we need a place Hemingway? to meet. And was, our, our, this is what I'm talking about. Ironically, it was the old man in the sea. <laughs> our only other option was a bar, so I offered this up. I'm now regretting that decision. Look, all right, okay. I can read like complex binary code. Isn't that enough? Yes. That they're is, beamed directly into my brain. Sometimes it's that is something that I can't do. Listen, we're I put this on the next agenda. <laughs> We Teach Snowflake to read. We have so many items left on this agenda. So this agenda, let's do something good. Let's Look, I have guy. been making my way through a very good book. It is called Hop on Pop, and it's going very well. Is, it has a National Book Award, probably. I don't know. As you say that, like, to your friends, like, sort of uncomfortably squirming at, at the fact that, like, I, I don't know how to be nice about you not being able to read. The old crime scanner on the wall, the, the one that uh, your father generally uses to contact you on, crackles to life and goes, Hello, buckaroo. Are you there? Hey, hey, Dad. Bandicoot, good to hear you. Hi, Mr. Bandicoot. Yeah, the, the League of Justice is here with me. Oh, hello, kids. Hey, how are you doing? Hi. Uh, so, uh, we do have a little bit of a pickle downtown. I think it might be the perfect speed for you and your group. Fantastic. We, whatever it is, we can take it. Cat up a tree. Dog up a tree. Uh, not quite. Bird up a tree. Pickles. Oh. It can get itself out. <sighs> we'll stay here. Hesitant. Uh, Fitch, was it? Fetch? Fitch, yes. Yep. <laughs> uh, Fitch. Fetch. I'm, I'm hesitant to, e. to even give this to you. Like so. the verb. Okay. Uh, how many, how many pickles? High... How many pickles? <laughs> what? I feel like pickles? you're getting distracted, kids. You're oh. getting distracted. Guys, guys, my dad Let's has the floor. Please, please. Mr. Bandicoot, I would never get distracted. <laughs> okay. Um, you know, you're going to have to go over making fun of people's accents and the way that they talk with them because there are but a lot of people never. in this city that talk a lot of different ways. <laughs> There's a high-speed chase happening downtown. Uh, oh, shit. It looks like a standard group of thugs just uh, hit a bank and thought they could get away, but we're not going to let them get away. Absolutely not, sir. Now, I've got an action item for this mission that I want everyone to keep in mind, and that is no collateral damage. I was sending you for kittens up trees, and look what happened. The last tree... It fell down, the didn't it? The kitten was fine. <laughs> the, kitten the kitten was fine. The tree He's... wasn't fine. I bit it. The fence next to the tree wasn't fine. I bit it. The kitten got a, a little bit bit. Just <laughs> a tiny bit bit. Not not lethally injured. It, but people people love, people love three-legged 
animal animals like it's it was more adoptable tabitha just holds up her fingers like like a little scotch like just a little scotch of a bite it was more adoptable without with yeah, three of them hold on the radio with you young lady i can't see any gestures <laughs> that you're doing <laughs> All right, high speed chase. This is a high speed chase. We're so I assume it. it's in progress. So we we should yeah, Justice League Bandiscoot. Where do you say they robbed the bank? <laughs> so they've got like cash so, on them at the moment. What have they robbed? Security deposit boxes or? Uh, yes, it is security deposit boxes. Okay, so, um, so gems and it was yes, like uh, <laughs> they've got deposit. dollar sign bags that they are. Are they wearing exiting. stripy sweaters and little domino masks? Uh, yes, because they yes. are a group of villains called the Thugs. Um, oh, that's descriptive. They are very specifically going after that. As you begin heading out the door, <laughs> this sounds clear cut. Uh, I like your it. father says over the radio, and son, make me proud. Always, sir. <laughs> me too, Mr. Bandicoot. Don't worry, we both got this. <laughs> and he's like, the radio's already off. <laughs> I, think, saying that. I think he likes me. You call your dad yes. sir, and that's... that's Yes, I, I abide by the, the queen's rules. <laughs> Which queen is this? The queen of Australia? No, is there a queen of Australia? That, you know so little you about our country. You would know. I... Spent the first here? eight years of my life in a box. <laughs> I mean, yeah, sure, I, I was technically born stateside, but I like to think I'm my heritage is Australian, no. ma- mate. <laughs> <laughs> All right, it doesn't go. come natural to you. So, how does uh, your team roll out? Uh, is there a vehicle that they take together? Is Ooh, there... ice skating. Can we go ice skating? I, mean, I can I make think... ice for us to skate on. I, tele- I teleport it. ahead of everybody and yell at them to catch up. <laughs> That's so it. I teleport, Ice skating is happening. I teleport outside onto the street below. I cannot like, let Fetch boats. beat me. If you if you lay down some ice, I will just literally slide. I down. lay down make some a, ice. Guys, this is already like no no collateral damage. This is not a great start. This we is take off down the street. <laughs> these, 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 some ice. these roads are look very unsafe. Yeah. yeah. I, well, I sadly get on my scooter. If and, they're not <laughs> ice safe, scoot then on, scoot safe. Put on. I put on the ice chains and scoot off. I, in an attempt to follow the rules, as I like luge down the street, I just sort of <laughs> dodge baby carriages <laughs> and uh, groups of school children. Yeah, I see you. I see you going towards like, uh, yeah, like a baby carriage, and I, at the last second, teleport in, grab the babies. I don't know if I can teleport with people. How many babies are in this carriage? Um, <laughs> well, you can teleport with people uh, oh. if you want. However, if this is a stretch to your new ability set that you're not using yet, uh, we can make you roll Unleash Your Powers. Okay. Oh, my God. <laughs> to save all the babies. Taking, taking, the taking so many risks already. We're not, we're not even at the crime machine. in her arms, okay. and she's going to take a risk with her powers. <laughs> I got eight. So you're going to be adding your freak to this. Yeah, yeah, I got eight, adding my freak. So okay. I get to pick one of these options. Yes. So, uh, oh, wait, no, hang on. Um, that oh, is I... a partial success. Okay. Uh, so you uh, teleport in, because like you, you, you see already this is a disastrous situation yep. happening. There are babies. You grab the babies, and you're struck in this moment how... Man, I've never held a baby before. I don't even know how to hold a baby. <laughs> One so is you, upside down. Yeah, you, <laughs> you grab them by like their legs because it's the <laughs> easiest thing that you can have, and you just shove a bunch under one arm. There's <laughs> so many babies. And uh, you focus. You focus on how how does your teleportation work? Is it just how your imagination guides you? Um, it's a bit erratic. I'm still getting it under control. I, what I'm best at controlling right now is activating the teleportation. I'm not always so good at where I end up going. So it's a bit of, yeah, it's, it's a bit of just like, it like hits me like a rush and I kind of have to try to like harness it and like focus really hard to make sure that I actually get where I go. So you teleport and you like, after the teleport is over, you are relieved to see that the babies have come with you. Like, <laughs> cool, I learned I can do this thing. Uh, however, you are terrified to find that you have teleported on top of a lamp post. Oh, shit. Um, so, <laughs> Fetch, your friend goes by uh, underneath you, <laughs> smashing into the strollers, which uh, clatter about the street. Uh, the... Is it being pushed by anyone? Yeah, I'm going to say... Did someone uh, just abandon a baby? Yeah, well, like, a teenager teleported in front of these people, grabbed babies, 
and disappeared. Um, <laughs> the nanny, though, she's yeah. a shit creek. <laughs> yeah. And then another another person just body slammed into the baby carriage. Yeah, the, the nanny, like like the nannies that were like pushing it are, are below. Hey, what did you do? Those are we're oh, looking nanny. after those babies. Get get down from the lamppost. I got I got him. I got every nobody talked to me. I don't like heights. Um, <laughs> Dinah skids to a stop. So you see, like, uh, you, you guys see your friend, like, sort of unstable. <sighs> you know, she's kind of slick. She can definitely balance in most situations, but babies are not supposed to be held like that, and they are squirming right now. I, I take my ice and I propel myself upwards by, like, building a platform under my legs up to the up to the lamppost, and I hold out my arms. Like, Give me the babies. Okay. I give Slowly, Babies are not meant to be this high very, in the air. I'm slowly, pretty sure. Can you give me like a ledge to stand on? No, please. I do not this, like being up there. You could teleport down. You got yourself up there. You can learn to get down very carefully. I lean across. I like drop one baby into her arms, and then I like. I also don't know how to hold a baby. The other two, I just kind of like throw at her. Wait, how many babies? Are there? <laughs> three babies. Three, there are three two babies sets of now. Twins. Yeah. Uh, the nannies, uh, I, I like the idea. The nannies below are like these two buff dudes who are. They're mannies. Yeah, they've got like they're they're like this man nanny corporation that they've put together where they just watch after babies <laughs> together. And they're like, yeah, get the give us the babies. Back. I'm I'm bringing the babies back down. All right, don't rush me. What is your badge? Number? I, I am trying to talk down the mannies, trying to get them not to report this incident, uh, sirs. These were sanctioned super heroics. Uh, you, we were on a way to stopping a crime. Here, we appreciate um, your assistance. Fetch, you dropped one. Give me the one there. I am going to ask our delinquent fetch to uh, move her savior down one and her danger up one. Yikes. Uh, <laughs> As the situation, like, eh, you know, you haven't fully mastered your powers, and yep. that can be dangerous sometimes. <laughs> All right, I'm going to take the babies back down, and then I'll come back up for you, okay? Just okay. hang on. I'm just afraid I'm going to teleport, like, into the middle of some, like, a wall. I'm I'll f- come back for you, get up here. but, like, right now I can only hold babies. Is you know, she registered with a league of any kind? I Is your mom registered my, with no, a league of any kind? I'm not talking to you. I'm talking to your supervisor. <laughs> Bandicoot, Bandicoot, tell them what we're doing. He knows. She she, operate, she operates under all the uh, current uh, regulations that a superhero has to operate under in this town. She oh, has Bandit, a, Bandicoot. Yeah, yeah yes, sir. Good day. Good day to you. I, wow, you look young too. Yeah, well, yes, I am. I am the Bandicoot now. I am. I am the current Bandicoot. Dude, loved you in the eighties. Oh, thank, thank you. Yeah, well, you know that was. I appreciate your respect for the Bandicoot franchise. Um, that was my father. But uh, all right, I mean, ask him to sing his theme song. He loves it. <laughs> oh, could you? Oh, that's oh, could do you? it. Do it. Tabitha has slid to a stop against a car Bandicoot. and just starts clapping. super suit, super <laughs> cute, super <laughs> suit, gonna get gonna to scoot. the root gonna of all evil. Yeah, yeah, that's it. That was, was, was <laughs> wow, dude. I, I'm all right. Since since you're. Uh, since you're the bandicoot watching, I guess, I guess nobody got hurt. The strollers got here a little are your bit babies. damaged. I don't know which one goes to which, but like I have like roughly four babies here. Uh, <laughs> one, one of them like just like grabs the babies together, and they're just like so huge that they can drape babies <laughs> up. <of laughs> so just divvy those up amongst yourselves. I don't. Let me go back and give that. And to their credit, those babies are laughing. They're not crying. Mm. They just had like a fun ride. See, they like it. Felt um, Fetch got Fetch got like cheered up. And felt better after like negging um, the bandicoot, so she kind of like is like, okay, yes, and I feel like, centered, I can do this. And then she teleports down, probably right as Snowflake is coming up. Snowflake is going up, and she has her arms reached out, much the same way that she did towards the babies. Yes, but now there's no one there, and she just stands there for a bit with her arms outstretched <laughs> towards the top of an empty lamppost before she realizes what has happened. I'm down here now. I realize that. I got out on my own. I am coming back down. All right. <laughs> Tabitha is just singing that Bandicoot song. It's catchy. <laughs> Under her breath. Um, Tabitha, you okay there? Yeah. You still stuck? You stuck no. against the car? No, I'm good. You frozen? And Tabitha, you need you're... help? I, I, I bit the ice. It's good. Okay, you're right. You are good. <laughs> your electromagnetic super senses, as you uh, can sense very minute disturbance. My two in sets the area. of eyes blink very furiously. Yeah, uh, you're, you're sensing. They're out very dark. It's very disturbing. Just rounding the corner down the street, um, there are four individuals that uh, 
have high stress levels, like prey running from a predator. You believe that this might be the thugs. Guys, thugs. Are they wearing stripy shirts? I can't smell their shirts. (laughs) (laughs) Rounding the corner, you can see a screech and like an old timey Lincoln Continental uh, barreling down the street towards you guys are the thugs. I teleport on the hood of the car. They are leaning out the windows uh, with Tommy guns shooting behind them at cop cars that are chasing them down the street. As the police round the corner, they manage to strike the tires of one of the patrol cars. It spins out of control, and the others pile up into oh. that patrol car. Oh, no. It's now up to you and you alone. Are there, are there gun arms hanging out the window <clears throat> far enough? To be unguarded. Oh yeah, like they're looking behind them. They're oh, not cool. focused. I reach them. deep into my pouch, I, um, which does not not a great visual, um, <laughs> and I, I pull out some some bandicoot bandicoot tacks and I throw them onto the road so mm, the car will nice. pop its tires. Okay, so I, uh, I have I am on the hood of a car. Fetch nice. is on the hood, and I am um, just going to bite the arm off of the nearest gunman. The arm off of? <laughs> Correct. Brutal. Okay. So there's no initiative or anything in this game, right? Uh, so we just is, all pile on each other. There right? is yeah. no initiative. We will just, try to address like individual mm-hmm, things mm-hmm. Uh, moving first. I, I think the, the first question I have is to Fetch. Fetch, do you feel confident in your, nef- in your powers enough that teleporting onto a moving vehicle isn't too much of a problem for you? No, it's a problem. It is a problem. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, uh, so with that... I'm aiming for the hood, just, and not the top, because I don't want to have to balance. I am going to say you are directly engaging a threat okay. in this circumstance. Yep. Um, so it is plus danger, and you did recently decide that you're a pretty dangerous mm-hmm. individual. I got 11. 11, so that is an unmitigated success. Awesome. Uh, you get to pick two of That's those. That's actually just a 10. Plus my danger. Oh, okay. Um... Cool. So I'm going to uh, surprise the opposition, and also I'm creating an opportunity for my allies. So what I'm trying to do is surprise the guy in the car so that he, like, skids it or something or swerves it. Yeah, yeah. Um, or breaks really suddenly. Like, uh, you, you teleport on top of the hood of the car, and what, what, what's the, like, snarky action that you do? I just, uh, yeah, I, tell, I teleport on top of the car, and uh, I try to kick in the window. And I'm like, yippee-ki-yay, motherfuckers! That's a reference! <laughs> <laughs> your, your heel strikes the window and, like, spiders out the glass. He goes, whoa! And he swerves out of control. Um, so it was... Creating an opportunity for your allies, uh, uh, impress their supplies, or frightened. Okay, mm-hmm. so they are frightened. They spin out of control, too. I don't know. We'll, we'll get back to what that means with you being on the hood. But you were successful, so you might have teleported away right away. Leaning out of uh, the window, like in this wild <laughs> spin, uh, your your shark senses let you know that this is this prey is easy for the taking. Their, their guns are not shooting right now. Uh, what does it look like as you, I believe, I think this is actually an unleash your power situation because you're just like going for a straight bite, right? Yeah, just straight up bite. That's the last one. So, um, when I unleash my powers, um, let's see, I, uh, roll, it's roll and plus then I add freak. Freak, yeah. And you should probably, I'm just assuming, be pretty good at freak. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, so... Oh, that's a four rolled. Plus... And three. So, uh, seven. So seven. Okay, so not... Not too bad, um, but not perfect either. Uh, so you... You run towards this car. Um... Uh, jumping up like you open your mouth. And as you open your mouth, it's really impressive for anyone who sees it. Your jaw is enormous. It looks a little bit unassuming when you're just, you know, hanging out as a normal shark girl. But as you go into full-on shark mode, they can see the rows and rows of teeth. Um, you reach out and bite. Uh, you grab part of this person's arm, not like totally ripping it off, and part of the door of the yeah. car. Uh, and you th- start thrashing your head about, tearing the door from the car. The like the thugs scream. Um, <laughs> and you, you, you had his arm by one hand, he takes the other, and he starts shooting at you with his oh. Tommy gun. 
So the Tommy gun like hits your skin and uh Tell me, do you have any uh, powers that would help you against bullets, or um, are you just a shark person? I have uh, inhuman might, and I have superhuman senses. Okay, um, so I, I get the the question that I have is like not on your character sheet. Oh, just like do you think practically as a shark person, if you get shot, what happens? Oh, I think it just it. Uh probably just hurts a little bit cool okay so i think i'm pretty sturdy yeah we 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 see that uh thick sandpapery hide that sharks have on your Mm -hmm. body tear apart the bullet as it makes contact with you uh most of it like harmlessly sprays off it does bruise pretty bad so you feel that and are knocked back uh like to to the ground as the car continues to spin out of control as i fall i go ow (laughs) Spinning out of control uh, over the Bandicoot's tax. Um, how do you think you want to address this? Um, I think, remembering my father's plea to avoid collateral damage, I am looking around. If the tax are already on the ground, I'm looking around and trying to you know, follow superior protocol and, and clear the area, set it in the creative perimeter so people are out of the way. Oh, and yeah, I, I think that is the perfect time for you to roll the move, assess the situation. Perfect. And that will be adding your superior to oh, your role. Oh, no. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love hearing that. I, ro- I rolled a four. Oh, dear. Vladdy's <laughs> our leader. <laughs> so, That's why it's so I, am not, I am not handling the pressure well. That is a miss. Um, sweat so one of the first things that you will do with your miss is you're going to mark off your potential. Uh, in this game, like most apocalypse-powered games, when you fail at something, it's a chance for you to improve. And no matter what happens out of this miss, uh, you are going to learn an important lesson. So, you are sort of looking around the situation, but it's also a very chaotic scene. Most of it is you are looking at your friends and you're sort of critiquing in your head like, oh man, that was really dangerous what Fetch did. Oh, I can't believe Tabitha just went up to those armed people like out of control. My father taught me never to ever do that. Um, and you're thinking that as uh, you see a civilian who is getting out of their car and this, uh, the thug's car is spinning out of control right towards it. They manage to jump out of the way just in time as the thug's uh, vehicle impacts their open door. Um, it slams, crunching the door. Uh, and the person is sitting on the ground going, No, my car! Oh, this is unbelievable! I just finished the payments on this! Uh, you this are going to... This pedestrian just didn't hear the Tommy guns. <laughs> yes, like, exactly. He's, he's not really up on what... This is Halcyon City, okay? <laughs> right? Tommy guns. Tommy guns grow on trees out here. Uh, you're going to mark guilty right oh, now. no. Um, because this is exactly the sort of situation that your father told you to avoid, and you hear his words in your head again. <laughs> Make me proud, son! I'm wishing <laughs> I'd recruited those manis instead of this currency. <laughs> I'm wishing, wishing I'd brought them along. Um, so Dinah didn't spring into action right away. She mm-hmm. took a second to assess the situation or to look to Bandicoot for, uh, for guidance. And she's, she's looking at him right now. I think I'm too busy panicking. I'm too busy looking around. Uh. <laughs> All right. She's not getting any guidance from Bandicoot. <laughs> mm-hmm. He's freaking out. He's sweating through his clothes. His, really obvious. His heavy, <laughs> heavy faux fur Bandicoot suit. <laughs> well, it's faux fur, but it's also very like an aerobic outfit. So aerobic <laughs> at the time. There's some it's shorts that's riding up a bit. wicks sweat, but it does so visibly. <laughs> yes, yes, exactly. <laughs> so she looks back over, and what does she see when she looks at the car? Uh, you see damage, but you also see that uh, the folks inside, like, dressed up in old-timey gangster gear, uh, they're not super perturbed. You can see uh, with your keen superhero senses, um, on the sleeve that was torn away by your shark friend, Tabitha, uh, there are bite marks on the arm but it, there's no flesh that's torn away almost mm. as if their skin resisted it mm. um, uh, they've got like thick stony chins and faces you can't see mm. their eyes underneath their fedora hats that they've got on top of themselves oh, they're so old-timey. even though he even though they went over a bandicoot's tax uh the car kicks into gear the now shredded tires are pulling up sparks on the street as they're trying to spin out and get away 
and with all your friends in chaotic cluster, it's up to you. Um, I run forward. I punch the ground. Ice spreads from my fist and rises up in big spikes, and the whole car flies up uh, about ten feet in the air underneath my my ice spikes. That's awesome. I think that is directly engaging a threat if I have heard it. <laughs> so that's so roll. Roll and add your danger. Okay, that's danger. Yes. All right. So fetch is my my rival. Fetch is on the car still. Yeah. Fetch, where are you? Uh, yeah, I'm on the car. Last we checked. Cool. So. Oh, probably, but it would be. Huh. Yeah, I'm. I'm. Um, fetch is holding onto the car, trying to kind of uh, get her bearings enough to teleport away. I yeah, I think when you kicked in the windshield, uh, you didn't expect it to be so weak because it's an old timey windshield. <laughs> it's not like <laughs> hardened glass, so your foot got stuck mm. in that windshield. Oh no! Even though it's an unmitigated success, and really you shouldn't have a drawback like that. I think it's fun, I so think, we'll, we'll just roll with it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. So I rolled uh, eight. Eight. Okay. Uh, that is great. So uh, under the basic move sheet, which I'll hand you here, uh, the basic move sheet uh, has directly engage a threat, um, just a list of things that you can choose off of uh, that you would like to accomplish with your successful role. Mm. I'm going to say... Create an opportunity for my allies, since both of them are, are kind of right there on the car still. Cool. Yep. And so that, that's definitely what you would get out of an eight. So the car flips over. It turtles on its back, and the thugs scramble out. Well, boys, it seems like we have a couple do-gooders here. Let's say we <laughs> fill them with lead. And they grab their old-timey Tommy guns and just start spraying down the street. Of course, what they don't notice is that Fetch is still amongst their numbers. Uh, Mm. Fetch, you have a perfect opportunity. You were behind these thugs. You teleported out of danger just before the car flipped. Mm -hmm. What do you do? Um, have I noticed this detail of their, um, their arms not, like, bleeding where they were bit? Uh, yeah, you know what, I, I think, uh, we can give that to you as well. Okay. I, it's the sort of thing that you look for because you're not exactly, like, forcefully superpowered. Cool. So, I'm gonna, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna, um, from behind them, I'm gonna jump forward and grab two of them by the necks and use power negation on them. Ooh. Just making a gamble. So, does that count as directly engaging? Uh, that would be directly okay. engaging. So I got another, oh, I got a 12. 12? Yeah. Perfect. Uh, So you can pick two. So I'm trying, so it's power negation. I'm trying to take something from them. And so if, what I'm trying to do is that, like, I have a hunch that maybe there's some kind of supernatural beings. So I'm trying to, like, disrupt whatever power um, they might have. And if I sense that not working, I'm going to try to, like, like, disarm them in some way. And uh, I'm also trying to resist their blows. Perfect. Uh, so you teleport to them and, like, touch them. You you have this connection to power around you. Uh, mm-hmm. you. You can see the the various threads of power weaving off of both your friends and these enemies of yours. Uh, and it's easy for you to tangle them up, make it so that they don't work. Usually, everything goes back to the way it was before. Um, so it's easy for you to reach out, take these strings, and sort of shut it off. And instantly, uh, these folks feel their guns start to feel heavy in their hands. Um, it's like, boys, boys, I think something's wrong here. <laughs> I'm not feeling quite as good about our uh, chances anymore. Um, That's and- right. While you do it, they are trying to shoot at you. Whoa, boys, boys, watch where you're shooting! But you're teleporting too quickly uh, for mm-hmm. them to be able to hit you at all. I'm teleporting very quickly, but like still in front of their eyes, and every time I appear, I'm making a different rude gesture. <laughs> <laughs> With that uh, Bandicoot and Tabitha... Uh, you have the perfect opportunity to shut these guys down. They're too distracted. They don't have the uh, invulnerabilities that they had before. What do you do? Being aware that one of the rules in this game that I should have mentioned earlier uh, (laughs) is that you are all like moral people. Uh, meaning that you probably don't want to dismember people uh, if you, if you <laughs> yeah. can avoid Someone it. Someone should have told Tabitha that earlier. There might be a shark uh, instinct telling you to do it, but there's still a very strong human brain going, no, we, don't we, do that. no we're not going to eat people. 
That's gross. <laughs> um, I take out my bolo, which I have because Australia, and <laughs> I spin it around and I throw it at the. It's it, it's big enough that it can like wrap up two people. I think if Ooh. I if I hit with it. Uh, what I love about this bola is it's got like these wind whistles on it, so it sounds a little bit like a didgeridoo. As Ab- absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> wraps around their legs uh, binding two of them then of course the the largest and toughest one sees uh, Tabitha bearing down on him what do you do Tabitha uh, I am going to use all the strength of a shark leaping out of the water and I'm going to jump off the ground and just attempt to body slam yes, <laughs> yes. oh my god <laughs> I love this. You just sort of graceful, gracelessly leap into the air <laughs> like a great white shark, uh, your mouth like biting at the air, and the full force of your body slams down on this goon, uh, crushing him beneath your weight. You guys have completely neutralized the threat as the police get out of uh, their wrecked cars and run over uh, to see the situation. Um, um, can I run forward and kind of trap these guys in ice before they can recoup? Oh yeah, totally. Just kind of, you know, ice cuffs. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What, what what form does it take? The ground just like comes up and their like feet get frozen in the ice, so they can't run. <laughs> they were sort of like trying to like scamper away those that had managed to untie the bolas that had gone around their feet, but it's not quick enough. Like as soon as they get rid of the bola, their feet are fused to the ground. So fetch as this situation comes to an end and like as the police start rolling up, teleports into their car, ducking down so nobody can see her through the windows. Into whose car? The, the police? No, the um the goon's car. Oh. The thug's car. And she's uh It is upside down in, in ice right now. Okay. She's looking for any money or Things. Oh, <laughs> so going into the car, yeah, she you teleports see, into the wreck of the car. While your friends are meeting the police outside, you see inside this vehicle there are several large canvas bags with dollar signs on them. <laughs> oh, great! Uh, they appeal to be full to the brim, uh, valuables. Okay, so what I'm going to try to do is grab all of them, teleport to the top of the closest building. Drop them off and then like teleport down to an alley that I can walk out of. So <laughs> tell me if I have to roll. To Are you going to that. casually whistle yep. as you walk out yep. of this alley? Uh, so uh, adrenaline is pumping through your veins as you uh, get hold of some of these and quickly try to teleport to an area that you can't really see because it's on top of a building. Mm-hmm. So I will ask you to unleash your powers on this. Great. That's a six. A six. That's a fail. Okay, so <laughs> oh. that that is a fail, and I'm going to say you managed to actually teleport. You get on top of the building, but what you don't notice until it's too late is that one of the bags was really badly damaged in the crash, and a bunch of, like, pearls and gold coins... And loose jewels, whatever stereotypical uh, old-timey <laughs> bank like <laughs> loot, starts spilling over the side of the corner of the building. No! And <laughs> the police don't see it, but Bandicoot does. Well, for, well first, I think whenever I talk to the authorities, yeah. I, I have this really awful Australian accent I try to do. To <laughs> <laughs> Can we hear it? Oh, good day, officers. <laughs> Quite the sticky wicket we had, but I managed managed to resolve the situation. Oh, well, if it is a bandicoot, thank you so much for doing service to your community. And I, as I see fetch the jewels, I kind of rotate them around to try to not <laughs> look at that. Um, do I see this as well? Yes, you do. Chance? Okay, so fetch think... is my rival. Yes. So I see those jewels spilling out, and I get, like, so mad. <laughs> I lock eyes with you, and I'm like... Swiping a finger across my throat and like doing like fingers pointing at my eyes and pointing at you and like so I like I kind lips. of like start like walking past Bandicoot towards the building that Fetch is on. Uh, one one ruby rolls to my feet and I panic and I just sit on it. And I, I just got tired and had to sit down. <laughs> I'm now trying to wrap up the conversation with the police as soon as possible. Yeah, uh, so uh, there's going to be some paperwork that we're going to need you to fill out. And uh, if your team has like an affiliation number or something like that with uh, the the Greater Superhero Alliance. uh, Oh, absolutely. I'll give you my email. (laughs) You can. uh, Here's the information. Power 69 (laughs) at (laughs) hotmail.com. 
And we'll wrap all that up pronto. Uh, <laughs> perfect, perfect. God. All right. It's so nice. Can I say? say grab you guys and start. How great it was to meet Bandicoot. Tabitha just whispers very loudly, Why are you talking like that? I don't think you grabbed me soon enough. I think I'm still going towards the building that fetches on. So, yeah, we, we yeah. join you. You're, you're at the bottom of this building that you see. And I start, I'm as like, I get cut away from the group that Bandicoot is, uh, the cops that Bandicoot is placating. Placating. How do you say that? Placating? Placating. Placating. Yeah. Yeah. As I, I start picking up Line speed, two. and then a big yeah. punch of ice comes up underneath me, and it propels me upwards so that I can land on the building near Fetch. I'm, um, like, frantically trying to hide these bags behind, like, like any kind of, like, thing on the roof, like, um, water towers and stuff, and just trying to, like, hide them so that... And then, um, when Snowflake... Do I need to roll to... No, okay, not at cool. all. Good. Yeah, I fly when, in the air. Yeah, when, really cool. when Snowflake pops up, I like um, I spin around on the ceiling with a crash. Yeah, I'm hiding too. What are you doing? Securing the um, valuables. I saw you take those things. We have to give them back. They're insured by the bank, so it's. I don't know what that means, but I'm pretty sure that's wrong. I don't either, but I'm pretty sure it's right. I I don't want I don't want to argue with you. I just want to punch you. I don't know how to argue. What if? Snowflake, what can we do with these things? We, we need to take them back, and Bandicoot charity. will decide. We could donate this. These were just some gemstones sitting in a bank box that nobody was using. And what if we donated them to children? Well, Bandicoot Most will decide them. where they go, but we okay. need to turn them in. Just don't. No, Bandicoot will Give decide. them back. Well, which one is it? Are we turning them in, or is Bandicoot Give them to deciding? me now. I'll take them to Bandicoot. Which ones? They right all, now, they all, give them they to all, me. They all fell down the side of the building. <laughs> I have influence over her. Can I use it? Yes, you And she is insecure can. right now. I do I roll anything I thought it was just so insecure no, just in general. Uh, you are... Let me pull up influence here. The fan art of this alone would be divine. Yeah, I'm excited. I hope we get some fan artists. <laughs> I would it'll sure just, hate it if any fan artists listening to this podcast decided to draw this. This is what my character looks Don't like. make it steamy. They can't see it. This it's is what my on the internet. Like. Uh, readers, listeners, it looks great. <laughs> I am cool. very excited. Picture uh, in your mind's eye. Bandicoot tells her that she should not wear heels because they're impractical. And she's like, they're fine. <laughs> I teleport. I don't need to walk. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so what this will allow you to do, because you have plus, uh, influence over them, you can make a declaration uh, about her to inflict a condition on her. <laughs> now, this condition will immediately like change the way that she is addressing the situation with mm. you. It might change her mind about what is right and wrong. It might simply make her think that you are just a superior person to her and that she's got to listen to you. So what what do you say to get away with this? To Snowflake, I'm just going to say, Snowflake, these are gems of old rich people. We don't even know who they are, but you know who I am. You know who Tabitha and Bandicoot are. You know that we all could use this cash to get better stuff. We could buy Bandicoot some pants. Um, we could we could teach you how to read. We could buy a tutor to teach you how to read. So you're already insecure. Um, yes. But I kind of feel like when reading comes up again, guilty is probably the influence. Oh, no. What's hitting you is, oh, my goodness, you're a liability to the team. That's what she's trying to say. That she's doing this bad thing, not because she's a bad person, but because... She's trying to make up for your shortcoming. <gasps> oh, I feel, so, I feel guilty. Wow. Me, Molly, but, has the condition of guilty right now. <laughs> <laughs> but Fetch, uh, the beautiful thing about this is Fetch doesn't know that that is what Snowflake is hearing right now. Fetch just knows that I'm trying to cover my tracks yeah. and get away with this hilarious dollar sign bags. Yeah, I saw a really like hot diamond neck piece that I want for myself, my own. <laughs> How does Snowflake react? Does this, will this teach me how to read? We could buy the best tutor with all of these shiny gems and they could teach you how to read. And I just think it would be good. That would help the team? Yeah. And you? It would help all of us. Well, you'd be able to read all the notes that I sent you that I thought you could read, but it turns out you can't. Are you sure? Should we tell Bandicoot about this? Yeah, let's just wait until the police are gone, probably. And we'll tell Bandicoot back at... Can you help me get these 
Yeah, you drop some. You drop some off the edge of the building. I know. I'll go, I'll go get them. I'm such a klutz. You're the best. <laughs> so yeah, like your blood is hot in your cheeks as you, the conversation ends, and with with your ice powers, you go around like scooping up these gems. Just I just freeze them in a large snowball. Yeah. That's great. But but you've collected them. Cool. Um, and yeah. except for the ruby, which I am still. Yeah. <laughs> attempting I'm gonna to yell. Ride. Yeah, over the edge of the building, I'm gonna yell. Hey guys, meet your back at HQ, top secret headquarters, Bandicoot's house. Well, heroes, that's it for one shot this week. But don't worry, we'll be back with more masks next week. If you were overwhelmed with love for masks, head over to MagpieGames.com and purchase a copy of your own. If you use the discount code ONESHOTHEROES, you'll receive 30% off your purchase. A huge thanks to all of my guests this week. Please check out their work. Head to strongfemaleprotagonist.com to check out Molly's webcomic. Head to your local comic book shop to pick up a copy of Nimona or Lumberjanes to see work by Noel. And go to a podcatcher near you so that you can check out the Love and Justice podcast co-hosted by Lola. If you want more role-playing goodness, be sure to check out other shows on the OneShot Network like Campaign. Campaign is another role-playing actual play podcast set in the Star Wars universe, where four rebellious outlaws wander the galaxy and evade the Empire while trying to find a way to raise their five-year-old adopted Force-sensitive child right. Thanks once again to all of our backers on Patreon. You make what we do possible, and we really, really appreciate it. OneShot is a proud partner in the Chicago Podcast Co-op. If you're an advertiser looking to reach and engage Chicago audience, be sure to contact the co-op about advertising opportunities. And if you're a listener who wants to find a new show, check out Campaign, a Star Wars Edge of the Empire actual play that's more like three men and a baby in space. As always, a big thanks to our supporters on Patreon. If you want to help us in a non-monetary way, the best thing you can do is tell a friend about the show. You can also leave us a rating or review on iTunes. Every five-star review we get helps new people find the show. If you want to hear more from the show, be sure to follow us on Twitter at OneShotRPG. Look us up on Facebook at Facebook.com slash OneShotPod. Check out our Tumblr at OneShotPodcast.tumblr.com. Check out our Google Plus community. Or look for news on the site at oneshotpodcast.com. If you're looking to inquire about advertising rates, live appearances, and commissioning episodes, or you have a question or comment about something you heard on the show, contact us at gamemaster at oneshotpodcast.com. One Shot is a joint production between Peaches and Hot Sauce and Paracosm Press. Peaches and Hot Sauce is a Chicago-based comedy network with tons of great podcasts, videos, and live shows for you to check out at peachesandhotsauce.com. Finally, that music, which is right now swelling up over my voice, is Be Your Own Pet with Adventure, courtesy of Infinity Cat Records. See you next time, heroes! Okay.